0: Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. Today, I would like to talk about how do you get yourself to do difficult things? Who wants to jump in first?
1: Is it too difficult for us to do that?
0: Apparently.
1: Um, the immediate the thought I had when you sent that question over was, I just pile on the stress and the external pressure. And then I went, but that's not true for all the cases because that's true when it's something that I don't really want to do, Mm. which makes it feel difficult or hard. Mm. And it's like, Oh wait, no, most of the things that I do that are super challenging are things that I dive into because I want to. Mm. And so I had to reframe the whole question after a second. Yeah. That's where I was left after a moment. Okay,
2: Mm. That was a little bit like that too. Uh, My first thought was, kind of difficult things uh were they and uh, I ended up like I hear you say that some some things I do want to do and other things I don't want to do and a third some things I don't want to do but I would like to have the result
1: Mm.
2: yes and I found found different strategies sometimes I plan and I plan and I plan and I hope that that will make it happen
0: Mm.
2: sometimes I just do it I mean instead of Instead of defining a goal or an obje- objective, objective, um, uh, make it a habit. Mm.
3: Well, I've come to the realization that nothing worthwhile in life comes without a lot of uh, SHIT and a lot of GRIT. Mm. And I found that it's really, if I want to achieve a goal or grow in a certain area, and it doesn't matter what area of my life I'm referring to, Um, I I believe that now (laughs) it's a willingness Mm. and a conscious decision. So a willingness to do what it takes and, and accepting the fact that nothing worthwhile comes without a lot of hard work and a lot of pain and a lot of Mm. challenge, but you know, the the real blessings are that that's where the, that's where the growth comes from. Mm. So I, I think, you know, whenever I'm feeling stressed and, trying to achieve something and I'm going through a lot of pain, I'm learning to embrace it more because that's, that's, you know, you don't realize it at that time, but after the fact.
0: I think we're going to make the most benefit for people watching this. If we talk about the things, the difficult things that we have to do that we don't want to do, because it's pretty easy to do a difficult thing you want to do. You just like, yes, I'm in, let's go. But if it's a thing you have to do and you don't really want to do, so let's, let's take that angle, because that's a good point, you know, which, what's difficult. So let's take that angle. How do you do difficult things that you'd really rather not have to do?
2: Well, well uh, even for things I don't want to do, like I do would like to lose some weight, mm. but I don't want to eat less. <laughs> so I try to make it a habit, mm.
0: uh,
2: both the exercise and the way I eat. Uh, When it is talking with a customer that is not so happy, displeased in some way, I think what I do is to think who, whom would I like to be Mm. in this situation and not to think too much about do I like it or not, but (laughs) what would would I like to say about myself afterwards?
0: Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. I think for me, the thing that I like to do when I'm facing something difficult is break it down. Because if I look at the whole big picture, it's overwhelming. And then I procrastinate and I find myself doing things like vacuuming my house, which if I'm vacuuming my house, I can tell you I'm procrastinating something. Definitely. (laughs) I'm not doing something I should be doing. So I like to break it down and then write on my, because I'm a list maker, write on my list all the little tiny steps because then I can start seeing progress as I'm (laughs) working toward a difficult goal. That's one thing I like to do.
3: I, I totally agree with that. I think it's, you know, one step at a time and also creating habits. Uh, and habits are created by consistency and repeated, repeating the same things over and over. Mm-hmm. And so I think that, you know, nothing, nothing is going to come overnight and accepting that. But mm-hmm. yes, breaking it down, creating habits and taking it one step at a time because the, the results come with the consistency,
1: yeah I actually love leveraging the procrastination in a form of structured procrastination if I have enough high priority items I can avoid one of them and still get other important things done <laughs> while I'm avoiding <laughs> that one
0: now that's Wayne I know you're someone who loads your plate
1: is.
0: you load your plate way too full and so you're basically catching stuff as it's falling off the edge of your plate <laughs> that's your method of doing one things <laughs>
1: and i've heard someone else call it structured procrastination where you know they said even in the article they're like i'm writing this article so that i can avoid grading right now Mm. (laughs) but the the more important things you have that you're clear on and that can be helped by like you're saying breaking it down into smaller tasks well if all the tasks are are part of that important goal great we can avoid one of them and still get stuff done that needs to get done. Mm-hmm.
0: hmm Is there ever a, a time where you just decide a difficult thing doesn't have to be done and you literally just decide not to do it? Like, okay, that's not important because I obviously don't want to do it. It must not be important. Is that a, a, a strategy?
1: Why put off till tomorrow what you can put off indefinitely? <laughs>
3: What do you think,
2: Susan?
3: Yeah. You know, I'm just thinking about that. Um, when I joined, uh, when I wanted to get better at public speaking, I was absolutely terrified. And I joined Toastmasters a few years ago. And when I showed up, I mean, I just sat there for three months, like frozen, because I was terrified. Mm-hmm. I, you know, you put me in front of any individual at any level, I'm fine, but in front of a group, I wasn't so great. And so I kind of decided, after I gave my icebreaker speech, I, I decided that I just wasn't cut out for it, that I wasn't good mm-hmm. at it. And, you know, I was listening to those, the inner voice in my head that, you know, that nasty voice that that mm-hmm. tells us, you know, projects on us things that, you know, other people are thinking, which they're really not. And so I just, I listened to the voice and I left. And then I asked myself two questions after that. I said, what would feel better, going back or not going back? Mm. So I decided to go back. And then, you know, and then I took it one step at a time. And I did things in very small doses. And that's that's what allowed me to grow. Mm. So I don't know if that answers your question, but that's what I was thinking about when you brought it up.
0: No, that's good. I'm, I'm also, I guess, wondering... Is there a way to ask yourself, why is this so difficult? Why am I avoiding this? And figure out, like, because to your point, like, you were listening to that inner voice. So yeah. that was your why. And you had to kind of come to that conclusion before you could move forward. So what does it look like to ask yourself, why am I, why am I vacuuming my house? Right, exactly. That's the root of
3: it. <laughs> and if we can find that out, then I think that that's, that's, a, that's, that's the best thing we can do is figure out why. Where is it really coming from? And oftentimes it's just, you know, maybe a stigma that we have, or you know, some sort of a a, a belief that's deep rooted that we need to overcome first. Yeah, or essentially.
2: So what one. I think. Sorry. Go ahead, Lena. So, so what I think about when I hear you too is that to distance yourself from from uh, what you want to do or what you don't want to do, either. To realize that you you'd like to do it and go ahead mm-hmm. or realizing that no actually I don't I've been trying and trying and trying but when I distance myself no actually it's not important anymore So,
0: <clears throat> actually I like that I like that summary really well that you have to decide is it important or not and if it's important then figure out how to make yourself do it and if it means loading your plate to the point that it falls off the edge and you catch it then that's what you do yeah, that's, that's a really good way of looking at it. We have about 40 seconds left. Does anybody have a quick thing that they'd like to add here at the end? Another thought?
1: I really like that approach of uh, I'm going to put this off and I'm going to let other people prioritize at times. Like you want me to do this task, I'm expecting you to follow up and make sure it happens. Ah,
3: interesting.
0: If it's not mm. important
1: to me also, then it needs to be your priority.
3: Yeah. And I would just encourage people to, to not be too afraid to step out of the box, to try something new. Um, and you know what? If, if you try it and you don't like it uh, or it's not working for you, then hey, you know, you don't Stop have doing to it. do
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I want to thank you guys for joining me today. This has been a really interesting conversation. I love the idea of stepping back, looking at is it important or is it not, break it down into ideas. And if somebody else says that it's a priority for you, make them responsible for following up for it. Those are some really great tips. So thanks so much. We'll do it again real soon.